once upon a time in the early 19th century old Calabar. remember i said in the previous episode that they nestled in southeastern nigeria this became the setting for a powerful story of resistance against the transatlantic slave trade at the heart of the steel were the blood men a group of enslaved africans who dared to challenge the oppressive forces of the British colonial rule and the exploitative palm oil protection. With this, I welcome you to another edition of Asian Talk Tales. With me, your host, Angela Oloa. We will pick up from where we last stopped in our previous episode. Stay tuned, guys. travel journey, take a trip to the end and beginning of time, and unravel the mysteries of ancient times. The Ancient Talk Tales In our previous episode, I briefly took us on a journey on the old Calabar. I briefly spoke on the blood men that they had this high level of resistance against the exploitative nature of the colonial person at that time. Today, I will be taking us through a very long ride and do not forget, I said we'll be connecting a whole lot of thoughts together. I'll talk about the harsh conditions for enslaved Africans. I'll talk about cultural destructions. I'll talk about stratifications and resistance. And in conclusion, might not be today if time permits but if time doesn't we'll be rounding up with the palm oil trade itself so stay tuned guys history had its starts the enslaved africans in old calabar faced deplorable conditions and they termed some as um, brutal punishment. They categorized some under crumbs for sustenance, like very, very um, stressful labels, amongst others. You see, this kind of labor they used the old Calabar persons for was gruesome. You and I know how stressful, or if you do not know, that's why I'm here. If you do not know how stressful palm oil extraction is, probably we have a different topic or probably when i want to talk about the palm oil protection policy i'll bring you on the process of extracting palm oil they would require the use of their hands and their leg and virtually their whole body to extract palm oil and this would definitely lead into something strenuous for them something very extremely strenuous and even when when i found out further when i digged further rather I found out that it was physically and mentally taxing. They had to endure a lot because, yes, they were slaves. They had little or no option to do it. Plantations, pamoy extractions, that was what the British colonial persons, they focused on majorly. And if that was only it, it would have been good if they had like a better pay. 
but they were paid in crumbs. While you know the 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 way slave trading works directly or indirectly, we are still in that era where the owner of the plantation or the owner of the palm oil will take more gains than you to spoil in day and night to get it done. They endured even while exhausted and all of this still continued and it was just so disheartening to find out that what was put out wasn't what was really it although our state probably just categorized everything under three umbrellas but they did not say this things that and it's so strange for me to put it out that they had inadequate food poor living conditions severe physical punishment for any form of resistance Imagine resisting like oh no i can't do this i won't do that and then they don't come about you are who you be who are you why do you think you can't do that and then they punish you for it suppressing circumstances were just a stack of reflection i would say they were a stack of reflection of the expectative nature of the would i even go because i i would get so emotional thinking on the things that this is just a stack a stack reflection this, this is this is just a lot that happened in old calabar Well, some people might want to ask me that, oh, how sure are you, how do you know this? But I met with each person that told me a little, and even much more. I got to know that the fertile lands of Old Calabar was what actually played a central role in the colonial agenda. They had booming palm oil trade. You know, the Old Calabar was blessed with large palm groves, the because of this, their region become, um, become major, or let me say become focal, become a focal point for extracting and exporting palm oil. Because as I did, it was a priced commodity in Europe. Furthermore, when I dug further, I realized that they call palm oil red gold. You see, as a gold, a red one at that. So because of the availability in Old Calabar, the British colonial administration decided to tighten their grip on that area. They implemented policies, they prioritized their profits over the well-being of the local population. And that is what I'm saying, that there was no, their well-being wasn't catered for. It wasn't in any sense catered for. They forced them, they exploited them, and these are many more, although they paid them, but they were on the paid. These amongst many others. The impact of British colonialism went, it just went beyond the economic sphere. Because people might say, oh, yeah, it's just for the economic, the finance, and all. No, it went beyond that. You know, they had to seep into the fabric of the old Calabar society. In our coming episode, when I want to talk about um, the cultural disruptions and palm oil trade, because I can't take that anymore, because time is fast spent, and I would not want to bore my listeners. When, when I want to talk about cultural disruptions and palm oil trade, 
I'll talk extensively, extensively again, I see, on the old Calabar fabrics, what it was and what it is now after the British colonization. With this, guys, I've come to the end of today's series. Until I meet you again next episode, where I'll be concluding with the palm oil trade, the cultural disruptions, the stark and resistance in full. I hope you're enjoying this just like I am, and I hope you keep learning, you keep evolving, and do not forget to always come in with your popcorns. I remain your host, Angela Olua. Stay blessed. Bye.